0: The Frozen North, episode 17, our top five games from 2013. Hello, hello,
1: hello, welcome to the Frozen North. We are here. We're ready to uh, talk about some games on this cold winter's day. It's still snowing, I believe. It is it is snowing, it's cold, and darn it. I just I wish it would go away, honestly.
0: Mark is defiling an MM's bag. Yeah. While we speak. <laughs> I'm trying to eat them quietly.
1: Solid. If you're uh, if it's your first time with us, uh, welcome. We uh, we're the Frozen North Gaming Podcast. We talk about Story-focused gaming, both old and new, and just anything we like, basically. Absolutely. My name is JJ. I'm the uh, creator slash one of the hosts, and I'm here with uh, my two buddies. Um, first up, we got Mark. Howdy, y'all! My
2: name's Mark, as you know, and <laughs> we're changing things up, and it's making it's me ma- nervous. It's confusing. I
1: want to see you do that one time without without uh, laughing in the middle <laughs>
2: I don't know if I can
1: do that. I don't know if he can either. So, But you know what? Something to shoot for. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, also, we got uh, Brian. Hey, guys. Brian
0: here. Uh, been playing a lot of games. I, that's my life. I, guess. <laughs> that's I work and play games. Intro you of the hand? year right there. Yep. Spectacular. I don't, I don't know. I'm letting everybody know.
1: It. Oh, my hey goodness. Hey, guys, I'm a old. A, ga- a gamel? I'm a gamel. I like it's to play games. game. like a camel that plays games? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That's a solid analogy there, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I've
0: been really... Can I say something? I've been really plowing through my backlog like really good i, I don't been, think
1: you could have made it that sound dirtier if you tried. yeah yeah that's to be honest little, i really had I back the whole probably could have jokes. don't tempt yep. me i probably mm-hmm. could have made that a lot dirtier so let's
0: <laughs> well then uh why don't you go ahead and tell us about it what you've been playing okay so i uh recently beat batman arkham origins on the computer it was a beautiful game uh very fun i love the whole series uh still working on xenogears made it to the dreaded d-block sewers where I have been sucking myself up. I've heard stories. Apparently, JJ, you don't find it too difficult.
1: I, I don't, like... And I, I've i seen exactly what you have on the internet. People, yeah. like, get, oh, the dreaded sewers with red rum. And it's so hard and everything like that. I really don't remember it being that tough. And should, I've done it, you know, several times.
0: I should just a video game man up and just beat it. Uh, just do it. Go through it. What
1: do you think of Rico so far? Uh... I guess you've only had him for like 15 minutes so right. really yeah
0: I mean he beat my butt at the very beginning so at <laughs> least like eight times your size yeah. so so I mean other than that he's kind of he kind of reminds me of the, the typical brute guy in all JRPGs that comes yeah. in he's like I just want to fight you know so so far I don't have much he's not he's not not very deep yet but I haven't like I said I haven't had him very long uh Understandable. Also, also still trying to get through kill zone 1 uh, but I just got a new TV for my living room, so I don't have to play that in our bedroom anymore. So I'll have more time to get through PlayStation Three games.
2: <laughs> more Brian intricacies. <laughs> yeah.
0: So just so you know, but uh, also I started playing Dust and Elysium Tale. Very nice. good so far. Side scroller. So JJ Puke hates JJ hates side scrollers. Everybody, it's, yeah. I don't. Pers- JJ hates Mario. I don't is hate side scrollers. I just
2: silent films too. We told Totally.
1: I, I don't feel that they are. You know the future. They they feel very very like. Like I love playing old school games. I will go back and play Mega Man till the sun goes down. But I I don't want a new one like that. At least tail
0: has got an amazing story, excellent cut. Scenes, I I did look beautiful. I did
1: look uh, on Steam and I've looked at videos for it. It actually does look very very cool. It's it's quite so. fun,
0: but it is definitely a side scroller. It's uh, I I kind of liken it more to Metroidvania style. You kind of have a little freedom to go it's person. just one giant map there are several one giant maps in the game you kind of there's like it's a, there's a world map several one giant let me maps. explain there's a world map that you can teleport to it's not like a world map like you were, but it's like got the dots that have yeah. the different worlds uh, a lot like you know mario 3 things like that
2: okay. right i gotcha
0: but but good story so far uh beautiful beautiful uh art in that game so yeah that's what i'm playing right. yeah mark how about you
2: been playing Zelda, Link Between Worlds. I beat that midweek. And last night, I just played through The Wolf Among Us, episode two, which came out this week, I think. Did you like it? It was excellent. I haven't even played the first really one yet. Star-like. I own it, but I haven't tried it yet. It's pretty awesome. It's very... I mean, while it looks the same artistically as The Walking Dead, and it kind of plays the same, it's completely different the way it's presented to you, the plot, stuff like that.
1: Is so, there a lot of... Like, do you get to a point where like in Walking Dead there was a lot of points where I was like I would watch the uh the cutscenes and everything, and then when it came to me having to actually play and do something, it felt like a chore. Is there is it like that? <laughs> it might be.
2: Yeah. If I mean it's still the same, you know, game design. I mean it was still very good. But, but it's it's not as much life or death as okay. the Walking Dead. It's more you're a detective trying to solve a certain crime. Okay very cool That's a very dark uh, noir feeling to it
1: and I've also played just a
2: smidge of Final Fantasy 7
1: uh, yeah very very small smidge I yes. saw you on there like the first couple of days like crazy and then nothing yeah, not not to, busy
0: not to pick on my bearded buddy over here but can we get some sort of sound effect in this show for any time Mark actually admits to beating a game like like a cheering like a cheering section and then like maybe can, I second that
1: because like, then maybe you'll notice that I do beat games yeah. actually you know what yeah that's a good idea because I'll never have to do it <laughs>
0: Because he said I beat He's Zelda. He's just staring at me you like know, I, I beat Zelda. I'm picturing like a, like, a, like an explosion with crowds cheering and like you can hear confetti and you can't see it. So, you know, it's a podcast, but something like really epic. Like maybe every a, time
1: Mark beats a game, it's like he levels up. Maybe like an over, <laughs> maybe like an overture of some sort. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Look on his face. Uh oh. Oh. I have been playing. <laughs> Is, that it? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Uh, I've been I've been also playing uh, Link Between Worlds. I just beat it uh, two days ago, and we'll we'll talk about it a little later today. But I, let me just say, I loved it. Great old school feel. Um, hey, you would have had to play that sound effect twice in that last speech I just gave. Give me that. So there you have it. <laughs> Whoa. Well. Maybe that's the sound effect I'll use. That little, please. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, but uh, beyond that, I've been uh, I've been playing again Final Fantasy fourteen. I played with the girls from uh, Terran Lightning's RPG Roundup. Right on. We uh, nice. I transferred over there because none of my friends play anymore. You guys are jerks.
0: Uh, I plan on playing one side. My backlog is not like ninety. Games. You say I that.
1: Never kind of plan stuff on, all the time. I never plan on playing again. I have so. no doubt.
0: don't don't ever expect if
1: you play that then i'll get a sound effect in there (laughs) i can live without the sound effect (laughs) i figured (laughs) but uh no i mean it's not like we haven't like gone on any like huge dungeons or done anything major and like that but it's it's just nice to have people that you know that you can talk to and stuff and i mean obviously we have the podcast and games in uh in common so we just the other night we were on and we were just you know talking about games and the show and it was just a good time. It just you know, it keeps things interesting when you have people you can communicate with while Absolutely. you're doing you know monotonous stuff on there. So it was cool. Other than that, though, really not not much else. It's been just a lot of work and that kind of stuff. And yeah. with all this snow, I really was just buckling down on Zelda. So I was kind of just in the house throwing down on that.
0: You did so, not. Uh, you did not uh, regret that, I assume?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't think I was going to beat it though. I didn't think I had enough time because I started late. I started gotcha. uh, earlier this week. So, but uh, it really wasn't that long of a game. No, it's it's kind of surprisingly. It's a
0: surprisingly short Zelda game. You're not. You're like, oh, it's got the typical Zelda format, but you find out some nuances there that we'll get into. Yeah. Well, all right then. Why don't we
1: head over to Brian with news?
0: Hey, news. It's a news of time! I don't know why I said that in an Italian accent, but... Uh, I don't either. I just, you got some I did. Mario news? Maybe because yeah, we're apparently. going
1: out for Italian after we leave here.
0: Hey! And we got Pasta Fiend sitting next to us. That's true. Okay. Don't tell people that. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, our first bit of news is... Oh,
1: oh, oh. I've been playing Hearthstone, too, like crazy. Ooh. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. This is the Fantastic. Wait wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Mark. I'm, I'm going to love this. What's your KDR, bro?
1: There is no KDR. What's I'm your ranking,
0: stone. bro? Uh, Twenty, bro gamer. Almost 23. Bro, gamer,
1: Ryan, you
2: backstabbed me in the last segment, so I'm not going to back you up here. How did I backstab oh my... you? You're calling me out, man, about not beating games. But do you beat was games? Was yes. Uh, I at beat
0: 53% cli-
1: of games. <laughs> that's, that's better than 23%, am I right? That's oh! true. <laughs>
0: oh, right. Anyway, our first bit of the news. Star Wars The Old Republic MMO will receive two expansions this year which is a pretty good clip for most MMOs. Uh, it seems that Bioware, uh, is EA's is colossal, at least financially, MMORPGA, is slowly picking up. <laughs> as the game went free-to-play sure following a great launch but mediocre early stage, it has become increasingly profitable, which is I, I think is good news. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it is a free-to-play game now that's actually starting to pick up some steam. It It, it is, but uh, you may as well pay for it. Have you tried to go
1: back to it since it went free-to-play? No you get two characters. That's it. So, like, when I was paying for it, I had my, my one character that was max level and everything, yeah. and I had, like, you know, five other
0: ones that I made. And you have to pay for new wouldn't characters. wouldn't
1: even let me play oh, until boy. I knocked it down to two characters. Oh, like, boy. It was like, come on.
0: Uh, well, they got there's going to be another, like, space combat expansion and another similar to the uh, Rise of the Hutt Cartel that's already been out. But that's pretty good news. I liked seeing that. That, that game was fun. Uh, they did have some issues with uh, end game at first, but it looks like they're starting to... Uh, pull that uh, out um, our next bit of news is amazon uh, buys the killer instinct developer double helix we're starting to see this a lot uh, a lot of these uh digital companies are starting to buy up game developers which i assume is to start the uh tablet slash ios yeah. explosion um that's kind of what well, I... it's, it's
2: amazon that bought them so they have their kindle
0: fire and, and that's exactly version right of
2: android that yep. nobody wants to
0: Deal with that's exactly (laughs) right. That's kind of what I figure. And that you know, we there's another bit of news at the end that we'll go over that's got similar flavor to it involving Nintendo, but uh, right, yep. So it looks like they're gonna be an Amazon owned gaming company, which uh, you can assume they're gonna come out with a lot of uh, mobile gaming uh, IPs in the future. Uh, Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. The rumor is it's only two hours long now. Keep in mind, this is kind of pre DLC to Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, But a two-hour campaign, like... How much does it cost? I think it's like $30. Woo! Yeah. Mm. I I don't know that's the rumor. I don't know what it's exactly going to cost, but... You'll probably still get it anyways, won't you? Yes, but it's still (laughs) disappointing that it's only two hours long. Uh, Metal Gear Solid creator Hideo Kojima has spoken out to defend the length of Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes uh, after it was controversially revealed that a single playthrough might only last two hours. Writing on Twitter, Kojima explained that the game has a handful of side missions, and because it's non-linear, he said he expects people to complete multiple playthroughs, which basically he just admitted that it is short.
1: But, I mean, to me, that also sounds like it's kind of like Mass Effect, where you've got, like, if
0: you were to play just the regular missions, that game would be short, too. And keep in mind here, we're not actually talking about Metal Gear Solid V. This is just the pre-DLC thing coming out for it, so... You know, we can kinda of give it a bit of a a bit of a pass. Um thirty bucks though, that just seems like hope Yeah. To I, I, hopefully it's fifteen ninety nine. I'm hoping that's the that's the clip it comes out at, but you never know. Our next bit of news is uh now this may sound a little redundant from what we talked about last week, but uh PS one and PS two games are heading to the PlayStation four. Now you may say, Hey Brian, we already talked about that PlayStation now. No 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 no. No. We're not talking about streaming. We are actually talking about the actual platform running these games, uh, a la how it works with the Vita. Uh, Let me go into a little bit. It's a software emulation, essentially. Correct. Uh, Backwards compatibility is coming to PlayStation 4. And PlayStation Now is only part of the story. A well-placed source working with Sony's streaming service reveals that only PlayStation 3 titles are currently scheduled to use the gameplay over IP, which is the streaming service cloud uh PS1 and PS2 titles are set to follow the more conventional route of running locally under emulation on Sony's latest console. Big news for Sony fans. As we all know that uh running things locally I mean we're going to have no input lag. There's going to be no issues with oh my internet sound I can't play this game. Uh, Sony's use of emula- emulation is, as opposed to PlayStation Now streaming is an interesting decision. And the right one for the enthusiast gamers. Running code locally provides a superior experience in terms of both input latency and image quality. Basically, what I just said, it's that's awesome. If that's true, <laughs> I mean, think about it. We're told we're told these these systems aren't going to be backwards compatible, and, and now Sony's like, yeah. no, we're we're going to put this stuff in place, and they actually already have. They've actually found that the software is uh, and the hardware is already in the PlayStation Four. They're just trying to get it up and go, up and up and running. Hmm. So that's
1: cool. That's I mean that's such good news. Like it is. one of the biggest things that I miss from newer consoles is backwards compatibility. Absolutely. And it's I'm just so glad to hear that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I, I wish uh, I mean perfect example my my Wii, my Wii can play GameCube games, which is awesome. My Wii U can play Wii games, which is awesome. But my Wii U can't play GameCube games. Exactly. now. Exactly. So now so, you're losing. I mean, I've still got my GameCube and my Wii, but it's like, yeah. can't
0: you do, just can't you have an all-in-one do it yeah. all? Yeah. You know, yeah. Here's a little bit of a tidbit. This is more of a... Go over there and check it out. Uh, IGN has a uh, show called Game Scoop. They do it every now and then. I don't usually like a lot of their content, but I actually watched this one. It's about 30 minutes long, and they uh, go over all the biggest RPGs coming out in 2014. Oh, man, did that get me excited for 2014 as an RPG gamer. Um, they go through things like The Witcher. Uh, I think they spoke a little bit on like the remake of Final Fantasy X. They talked about Bravely Default. They talked about... Dragon Age Inquisition really pumped me up for it. So go over to IGN and check that uh, video out. If you are a a really big RPG enthusiast, Uh, you'll get really excited for 2014. Solid. Um, Activision has come out uh, saying that Destiny will be the best-selling new video game IP in history. Uh, Uh, We'll see about that. Yeah, and and that's what I'm. You know, it's if this is if this was like a different company saying it, I would be like, okay. Um, and seeing if it can topple Grand, Grand Theft Auto Five is going to be a yeah, feat it's not in itself. Uh, however, I am excited about Destiny, and uh, I put this article on oh, yeah. here to. Uh, but
1: they're they're not saying first day sales are going to be. They're saying overall. That, yeah. Okay. okay. Right.
0: Lots. Well, yeah. Maybe. Activision is betting big on Bungie when uh, Destiny ships later this year their newest game since the release of Halo Reach in 2010. In a conference call, Activision boss Bobby Kotick expects Des- Destiny to be poised as the best selling video game IP in history. I'm going
2: to interrupt you. I just read the sentence, and it will be best selling
0: new video game IP. Yeah, so in he history. set it up to not have So, I mean, GTA
2: 5 is not even eligible for right. that
0: contest. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. But uh yeah I'm I'm excited for Destiny so I can I I can get excited about statements like that. Um I'm definitely going to be purchasing it with my PlayStation 4 at the same time. Our next uh also uh in the sticking in the PlayStation uh, era, uh the order 19 or 1886 uh the news is that it is a strictly single player game. There's not going to be tacked on multiplayer, which I personally love. I don't mind multiplayer games, but I feel like they should be separated out. I don't like when game companies feel like they have to tack on multiplayer. It takes away from, I think, the development of the first player experience.
1: What do you mean separated
0: out? Meaning, if you want to come out with a, like, let's say Uncharted, for example, even though that's great multiplayer, The Last of Us as well, even though that's first single player game, I feel like it didn't need the uh, multiplayer. And if they wanted to, maybe develop it later as a DLC package. Focus strictly on the single player campaign, and then later, okay, uh, or do the opposite. Be like, hey, this is going to be like a Counter Strike. All it's only online. Develop before that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't like that though. How come? Because what if I want to play the single player game, uh, but all it is is multiplayer? What if I'm like, oh man, this game would be sweet as a single player experience. Like I've always thought that about Counter Strike. I love sure. the mechanics and I love the way that the uh, the game is set up and you know all that stuff. But. You can't, unless you want to just play against bots, there's really not a single-player I just experience.
0: Like, I just like companies coming out and saying, hey, this is going to be a single-player game, and we are putting all of our resources into that. I
1: understand. And, yeah. that's, and I, you I know, think your DLC idea is kind of cool, but then again, you've got people who want to play it for the multiplayer. Exactly. So.
0: I, I just, For me, personally, I like gaming companies saying, this is what our game is, we're not apologizing for it. And that's basically what they are doing with 1886 The Order, which also looks very, very fun. So PlayStation 4 is looking up. Uh, our next order of business is, uh, this will be JJ's, little. i put this in there because it <laughs> looks like a great game and it's also a little jab at JJ, but Ubisoft's RPG Child of Light gets a new trailer and a release date. The game looks amazing if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, Ubisoft's beautiful 2D side-scrolling, side-scrolling JP, uh, JJ, JJ. Side Believe it or not, scrolling. I have been following this
1: game since it was first announced. But It's a side, mm-hmm. side screen. I know, but it looks
0: awesome. It does. It looks amazing. If you don't know about it, uh Ubisoft's kinda going like a little throwback with it. It's gonna be very it's going obviously it's gonna be new, but it's gonna have a very, you know, JRPG flavor to it. It's uh turn-based combat. Um, it'll be out for on April 30th, it'll be out for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, the X Bone, the Wii U, and PC obviously on Steam. It'll be 14.99. So, and this is a big-time company developing it too, so if you're worried about, oh, no, it's going to be cheap. No, Ubisoft, is uh, this is their baby. Child of Light is described as a classic RPG inspired by JRPG titles featuring turn-based combat, over 200 skills to learn, 600 crafting combinations. It is going to be developed by Ubisoft Montreal and built with an UbiArt framework. Guys, I'm excited. It looks really good. Okay, our next bit of business is it, Nintendo has come out. These next two are going to be Nintendo focused. Nintendo admits a merger is possible, and will Apple? Wow, I didn't fancy see that one. Will Apple fancy the uh, a piece of Nintendo? This kind of comes. This kind of goes into the whole acquisition that Amazon did with uh, Double Fine or Double Helix. I'm sorry. I think that they're going to be trying to maybe push a deal with Nintendo. Maybe get some uh, Nintendo brand ips for the
1: i could see them doing like old school like mario
0: brothers 3 on your you know iphone or whatever absolutely so mobile gaming uh becoming a real monster lately uh it's unfortunate and for nintendo that is not whenever you're struggling enough to be talking about merging that's i don't like it they've always been a pretty frank company though yeah but Frank, with like, hey, we're gonna do the our we're gonna do it our way. Not, we might have to go ahead and.
1: Well, times are changing. Nintendo's not, right. that's their problem. Exactly.
0: So. <laughs> Touche. Um, Nintendo, however, did come out with a bit of good news. They are actually going to be putting some DS games uh, on the Wii U Virtual Console. Unfortunately, we don't know which ones, but I think that's a good step to getting the Wii U uh, a bigger. Appeal, I guess you should say. Yep. Um, at Nintendo's financial uh, as at Nintendo's financial results meeting, the Nintendo president Satoru Iwata announced the company is planning to bring Nintendo DS games to the Wii U. Iwata did not reveal which DS titles would be playable, although he highlighted how good the popular DS title Brain Age might look on a GamePad screen. In a presentation slide,
1: and JJ is rolling his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like. I had first heard about this on uh, the uh, RPG Cast uh, from RP Gamer, and they were saying like, you know, it, it, it bringing DS games to the Wii U would work pretty well because you've got you know your main screen up top it and works, you've yeah. got the bottom screen. It works the same way, right? End, so I think that'd be cool. That makes All sense.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's, there's our, our news. Yeah. Hey
0: guys. All, All right.
2: Solid. Now it's time for the Spotlight. Spotlight. And this week this is I'm, a good bringing, one. I'm bringing a game specifically for Brian. Because Brian has recently ruffled feathers with us by complaining about how he doesn't like Lord of the Rings and a lot of JRPGs, classic... Uh, In his defense, he didn't say he, he didn't like Lord of the Rings. He okay. said
1: he was just tired of them using the same skins right. over and over again.
2: Yes. He said he doesn't like how... Fantasy fantasy settings are all the same. His words, not mine. Yes, I did say so that. So if you have any hate mail for him, go ahead and send <laughs> it to our email. We'll forward it to him. So we're looking at a game called Kingdom Come Deliverance right now. It's by Warhorse Studio. It's described as a realistic RPG in medieval Europe, open world sandbox with period accurate me- melee combat. The catchphrase they use is dungeons and no dragons. Hey. That piqued my interest. So, they're basing it off of real historical Europe. It takes place in the year 1403. The old king has died and his brother is thrown the region into turmoil by making new alliances with a royalty that he shouldn't have. You're the son of a murdered blacksmith and you're trying to get get revenge for the people that have been killed and protect the kingdom. The game allows you to play three unique play styles, like the direct approach being a knight, being brute force fighting your way through. You can also be a thief, use stealth to your advantage, steal stuff, backstab people, or you can play as a bard. And that's that's what really uh, appeals to me as a <laughs> D&D player who used to only play you as a bard. You love those bards. Yep. It's, it's said you can play as a bard, and the clothing you wear will affect your uh, charisma and your influence. You can go and convince people to get in battles and wars with each other to try and Take down your enemies. So there's that. Uh, some more details about it. There are there's a four layer clothing and armor system. So it's not just oh, I'm gonna slap on this breastplate. It's what am I? What shirt am I wearing? What jerkin am I gonna put on over the shirt? What uh, breastplate am I gonna put on? have my you know. So it's pretty complex in that way. It's also going to have an eating and sleeping system.
0: Man. I wonder how Brian feels about that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I like the content. Like, for medieval Europe, it's not the most exciting to me, but...
1: Ah! Uh, uh, le- 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 what me out.
0: what he- is this? Hear me out,
2: but... I want to email the, the creators of this game and tell them that it's not appealing no, look, to you. Look, you, you all know that I am a sci-fi <laughs> guy.
0: Scratch. You all know that I'm a sci-fi guy. I tend to lean sci-fi more than I do fantasy, yep. a- a.k.a. You know medieval. I don't dislike medieval games, but like I said, it could be good.
2: Okay. So you're going to be partaking in battles and castle sieges, sneaking into dungeons, assassinating people. That sounds amazing. They're going for a quality over quantity approach. So the the game world's not going to be huge. It is open world, but it's a, a lot smaller than like Skyrim. But they're going for a really crafted experience, like the kind you get out of Witcher, a game like The Witcher. And the team is incredible as well. It's the design lead, it's the design lead for Mafia. They have a producer from the Arma series, graphics wow. programmer from Forza Horizon, and a three D artist from Crisis Three, just to name wow. a few other people. They had a goal of three hundred thousand uh British pounds. They're currently at six hundred and eighty about thousand uh, British pounds, which translates to 1.11 million US
1: dollars. Yeah, they've they've over doubled their goal. So this thing, has, they, it, we're doing this on the ninth uh, of February. It has ten days left. It's already been funded, so you don't have to worry about it not getting made because this thing is going to be made no matter what. You yep. pledge your money, you get some of these rewards. You, it's guaranteed. Check it out. Go to just go to Kickstarter. Type in Kingdom Come Deliverance, and. Man, just look at the video that they have there. It we I know we've done a handful of games on Spotlight already. Yep. This I think honestly this one probably looks the best to me that, oh we, that we've seen so far. I'm super excited about it. It looks amazing, and like I said, it's already guaranteed to be going. They're just working on stretch goals right now, so the fact that there's still time to donate, look at it, throw in what you can. It it's I I really really think it's going to be worth it. Yep. So anything else to add?
0: No, that's awesome.
2: Hopefully Brian will change his mind about not liking medieval settings. I didn't say I didn't <laughs> like. I said I
0: leaned towards. Yeah, Mark. Mark God. Jeez. Why do you always make fun of me, Brian? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what to say to that.
1: Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right then. Well, let's uh move forward. Let's get right into our review. We got yeah. one game this week.
0: Bum bum
2: ba da da that's Can't one of my go high. pros. Can't go that high. That's one of my pros. Music, yeah, it's the same oh as every other Zelda no! game.
0: it's not oh, just the whoa! same. Yeah, it it's been remixed. It is remixed from the yeah. old uh, Link to the Past. I you didn't, I how, didn't even uh, play with the music on. <gasps> I don't really care, Brian. I was watching stripes. Okay,
1: okay Brian. <laughs> I really wasn't. I had the music on. I'm yeah. kidding. Okay, the music it was great. <laughs> not all the time though. Um, I really did. I was watching TV while I was doing it because it was just. I'm not. I'm not. I've never been. I know it's beloved by everybody. I've never been a huge fan of the Zelda music because every game has the same music. Notice me not jumping at you and being so mad at you right now. I. That's cool. Oh, because you know I'm right. That's why. It's because you're supporting his arguments. What? What? I don't know. Um, He's talking about the handheld stuff because I'm using the same stuff that you were saying. No, yep. I, I completely understand. But this isn't one of your favorite games of all time either. A link to the past so, is. Yeah, but yeah, Legend of Zelda. Link Between Worlds for the 3DS, uh, developed and published by Nintendo. Let's hop into some pros. Pro what do you guys times. think? 2D puzzles.
0: Yeah, the whole that was a great pro. The uh, the way they intricately constructed the puzzles where you're a uh, painting on the wall and you have to navigate that yeah. was pretty damn. It impressive. really
2: did. It kind of wrinkled my brain a little bit, made me think about puzzles in a different way. Yes, because it takes all your items you already have and. It's not like, it's almost like a mathematical term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's, Honestly, not, it's not like a linear uh, increase in complexity. It's like a logarithmic. Lo- logarithmic? Shh, I'm struggling right now. Ooh, I need to, I'm not I need editing to any of this out. I think it's hilarious. Please edit this out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying to people at home? You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: You got this. You we, got this. You, you know, know what I'm saying? It increased it. It, there you go. It increased it. <laughs> exponentially? That's that's Mark's pro. Uh, it increased it. Do you mean exponentially? <laughs> yes, exponentially. That's what I'm looking for. Okay, but I, Man. I'm,
2: I'm struggling today.
1: <laughs> yeah. So why not eat something while you're recording? That will help. Food. Absolutely. This
2: isn't food. This is a cough drop.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, all right. Uh, it, going on that though, the puzzles themselves I thought were a huge, huge pro because I like I didn't have to use a guide at all in this game. Yeah. Um, it was just you know difficult enough to where I really had to put some thought into it but not too hard as to where I had to be like oh my gosh I got to go look this up I have no idea what I'm doing everything was doable and I think that's you know the hallmark of a of a great game that I don't you don't need help and I feel like I've accomplished something because it was you know it did make me rattle my brain a bit
0: yeah so. I uh, I actually am on the opposite fence on that one uh that that actually was a pro or a con kind of a pro con you would rather bit. have to look it up no, let me explain. That's not how the uh, developer intended it. We're still on pros, so I'll get into it in a minute, but uh, I thought the format was great. Um, that's a big pro for me. The, the, it had the somewhat of the Zelda format, where th- you have three initial dungeons, and then it opens up into seven mm-hmm. more after that. I loved that. felt great. I mean, the world was so... They did a great job of reinventing the world but keeping it so nostalgic that you go oh my god i remember this absolutely you know like you're like oh my god i want to go you know like low rule was very similar to the goal uh, to the golden world yeah i really 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 it, if
1: you played a link to the past i mean you'll feel right at home yeah. oh, right yeah. off the bat you'll be like hey my house all right sweet you know, I mean, it's just right from the get-go, mm-hmm. you'll recognize yeah. everything. It's great. It was. Uh, and I, I like the use of the uh, the lower screen being that there was the upper screen or the lower screen? The lower. Lower, yeah. Having the map. Yep. Um, With the whole world showing you where you're at and everything. And also, like, it, feel, it felt a little small at first. I was like, oh, yeah. that's it. But yeah, it, you, there's so much to do yeah. that you really don't even think about it. So. I was
2: also a big fan of the plot. Yeah. I don't know how much I can say about it without spoiling something, but... Uh, it was. It seems like the classic Zelda plot, mm-hmm. and if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. But it's not. Uh, but at the end, there is a little bit of a twist. You see it coming, but still, yeah, it's a twist, yeah. and it kind of puts it in a different context that made it really cool. It was and fresh very, to
0: me. It was a very refreshing plot while staying very Zelda grounded. It's they did a masterful job of walking the line of being paying homage to a great and beloved game and being just different enough to make it be like, oh, this is not just a retread. Yep. Uh, to me um the boss some of the bosses that came back from this one you're like i remember him yep it was just like they had some that's new how ones. i sounded they had some new ones and then i was <laughs> like when you get to a new boss you make a sound like you're like you're like ah! like that just like that yeah Yep. absolutely yep oh wow
1: <laughs> but okay well i mean you guys have any other pros i have one that i can't decide on
2: what do you guys think about the street pass system
0: uh, I thought it was good. I mean, it's... it's did just, you guys actually get to do yeah, anything I, with it? I, I did. I, I played did it a, like once or twice. I got my I got my butt destroyed by a guy that I got a pass from. Oh, really? Oh, my God. His link was impressive. I, I like the fact that you can like, you know, it rewards you for getting all the secrets. He yeah. clearly got more than I did. I fought one guy and I smoked him.
2: Nice. I yeah. fought a
0: guy who had every heart and like armor that I didn't even know existed. It was the red armor. No, I had blue. When yeah, I Yeah, exactly. It. He had yeah. the red armor. I mean, he had the golden sword. He had the. Uh, he had. I was like, and he had the upgraded magic that just destroyed me. Hmm. Yeah, just a lot of stuff that I didn't. I didn't ever get. Interesting. So I thought it was interesting. There's
1: really not much to it, though. It does not take
2: anything away from the game. No, I so see. I
1: could see someone enjoying it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, Add hey, in. that guy's strong. I want to fight him. Yep. Boom, done.
0: That's Shadow it. and Shadow Link. They keep it. They keep it grounded in in yep. you know, Zelda lore.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay, well then moving into cons, I'll talk about something that I thought was kind of a pro, um, but after talking to you guys a bit about it, I can totally see both sides of the coin on this. Uh, The fact that you can go into the dungeons in any order that you want to go to, I thought was a cool concept at first, but when I thought about it, yeah, that's definitely not really Zelda-ish. Like, what was cool about some of the older Zelda games was going into a dungeon, getting an
0: item, and then knowing that that's
1: what you needed to do to... Complete the next dungeon that was coming up.
0: I like to call it the meta puzzle of Zelda games, where you have all these little puzzles, and then the over overall meta puzzle is okay. I got an item from a dungeon. I need to know what I need. Where where do I need to go for that? Like, it took away that puzzle element. Oh, I'm just gonna buy all because I, I literally went in, rented all the things, and then I never died. So exactly, that's that's exactly
1: how I played it. There, you, I mean, you can you go in? You, there's a shop. And you can rent all the items right there. And if you die, the, sh- the items go back. Or you can buy them later on for a little bit more money. Yep. And they you know don't leave you when you die. But the fact that you can you have access to everything right off the bat, it's kind of like, you know, I, I don't want to say it cheapens it, but it kind of yeah, does it in does, a way. It does. That's exactly what you I know, was going to say. It cheapens it. Like, Is you that- find an item and it's like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. That's right. my
2: biggest con as well, just because you lose the sense of achievement of yep.
0: earning the item. I thought they did a good enough job in the dungeons keeping, like, oh, oh, I got a piece of, uh, you know, ore. or keep Because my, my favorite part about Zelda is going into a dungeon and getting to that chest that you know it's an item. Yep. You're like, item chest, got, love it. What is it? Oh, I got the power glove. You know, like that to me was kind of like, they did an okay job of keeping it that way. But I just, I didn't like the fact that you didn't have to try to figure out what dungeon was available to you now. Like, oh, I got the I got the bow and arrow, where do, where do I go? No, it's like, I have every single weapon, I can just go wherever I want absolutely it took away the meta puzzle of zelda games which is figuring out where to go next yep but okay so what was what were
1: you talking about before when i said that the puzzles in the game were just difficult enough to where you feel accomplished but you didn't have to worry about looking anything up the dungeons were
0: far too small for my tastes i know a lot of people like that but if you think about the old zelda games like the dreaded water temple and uh in zelda see that right there time. makes
1: me not want them bigger than that you call it the dreaded water temple no but
0: <laughs> but you know, i mean these puzzles were like these dungeons were like three floors and they were like two rooms like the i mean they yeah. were very small i kind of i likened it to a sampling it's like here's a sampling of zelda you're going go and do this dungeon it doesn't take very long i mean the the later ones got a little bit more complex mm-hmm. but not very much bigger Honestly, though, I,
1: I think it it's perfect because, and I'm going to go back to this, because it was a handheld. I think that's how yes. it like, I'm if it's on a console and it was sure. like that, it would have been like, oh, Very, really? That was a little yeah. anticlimactic. That's the fact, fact that it's a handheld does not make me expect something grand and massive. Good point. So, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. It's a great game to have
2: just to pull out of your pocket and play for a while. Yeah. Like you can, you can hop in is.
1: for like an hour and accomplish something. Yep. It really, it, it fits that, you know, just going in there, doing what you need to do, and hopping out. It's, it was just a good game overall. Yeah. Absolutely, so.
0: Uh, My last con would be too easy. Um, I didn't die until the last boss. The difficulty ramped up pretty harshly on that last boss, but Zelda games have been famous for some of the, some of the dungeon bosses being like, tough. And this one didn't have any of them. I mean, they were all very, very easy. You had a lot of ways to get out of death, like, more than you did in other Zelda games. But other than that, Man, what a fun game. What an yep. absolutely fun game. It's
1: a good little time killer. Yeah. 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 Nice. I mean, it just, like I said, I think it's perfect for a handheld. Nice and short. Everything's not too difficult. Yep. You just,
0: uh, it was just a good, solid game for what it was. Agreed. It's another star on the Zelda man, uh, mantelpiece. You absolutely. Know?
1: And if you played A Link to the Past and liked it, you know, that's just a, another, another bonus. So, uh, sure. anybody else? Pros, cons? Uh, I was going to say the controls oh yeah the way
2: you couldn't use the d-pad to move around you had to use the joystick my thumb got so tired <laughs> yeah. after a while oh and it's just made made me feel like i was less precise yeah because you're not really aiming in the game you're still just shooting in the cardinal directions yeah absolutely. so why do why do i even have to use it right but that was a small small con
1: i i agree wholeheartedly i mean we we talked about that yeah. you know quite a few times
2: and uh this one i'm not sure i have it as a con anymore after just thinking about it right now but uh, the magic meter the way everything use the magic meter the arrows the bombs whatever
1: yeah but
2: then i started thinking about how it's a handheld game and it's not supposed to be as hardcore of an experience exactly So i'm kind of okay with it now
0: yeah i yeah i, I get what you're saying like obviously it's not zelda tradition to have no like you don't you don't have meter.
1: a yeah bombs magic was a little weird to me at first well, i was like because normally your... you have to go buy new ones and yeah. Re- yeah.
0: restock. exactly so, I don't know. Yeah. They did some deviations, and look, for people who are jumping into Zelda with this game, I mean, they did a great job of easing them into the Zelda yep. experience. It's definitely a it's a watered-down Zelda game That's still, when I say that watered-down, I mean, it, it, it is n- in no way watered-down story-wise and content-wise, but it is definitely a watered-down version of the Zelda format.
1: Absolutely. It's a good way of putting it.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh,
1: I mean, I, I highly recommend it. You got a 3DS. You're missing out if you don't yep. pick it up.
0: Yeah. It's a marquee 3DS title. You need to have it if you have a 3DS. Beautiful. Anything else? Anybody else? Got anything to say about it? I think we said all that needs to be said. I mean, go get it. Cool. Play Link it. Between Worlds. Check yep. it out. Faux show. Sure. All right. Let's
1: head into our top five for the week. Here we go. I'm going to let you guys go first with your absolutely insane and ridiculous number five we're going to be talking about i guess i should probably say what we're talking about we're doing our uh, our top five games from 2013 uh we waited a month uh to do with it just because we don't want to we, we we had a couple of games we wanted to catch up on and to be honest there's still a few games that we haven't played um like i haven't played bioshock infinite yeah and uh you know metal gear solid that kind of stuff there's there's a few games that just may have made the list had we played them but out of what we've played Personally, yeah. this is this is our top yep. five. So again, we'll go into your guys' ridiculous <laughs> Brian got a good you got a good number five. You insane too, Mark number five. Why don't you guys go ahead and say what's I understand why it's Mark's number five because he doesn't play games <laughs> at all. Hey. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay. Paid, good rebuttal I played, there. Rebut McIntyre.
2: I, I played thirty-eight games last year. Thirty-eight games. You How played? many did you finish? I beat thirteen. However, hold on, hold on. That's Some like, of the games on my list are games like Civilization V, where there's no real expectation to beat the game. So eliminate. those games... Oh, so he's counting games, games like
1: Solitaire and Minesweeper. No,
2: no. Games like Civilization V and Minecraft. You don't beat those games. You don't beat those games. So if you're looking at
0: only the games you beat, I beat 56% of the <laughs> games I started. Mm-hmm. Mark, you got an F. But you know what? I think in the end... I'm going to high-five Even the guy who agrees with you
1: says you got an F. Well, he's the one who called me out earlier for it, so of course.
0: That's true. (laughs) But it's an F, right? If if we're going on the the scale, then 56% is an F. Yeah? Fair enough. I'll take the F. F for freaking Mark needs to play more games. I like Mark, and in (laughs) fact, his number five endears me. You know what? This whole list that we did, Mark, it endears me to you.
1: What is you guys' number five?
0: Go ahead, Mark. Do the honors, please.
1: Stanley Parable.
0: Ba, 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 ba. What a great more game. like
1: Stanley Terrible. Am I right? No. <laughs> just so we can get, ah. just
0: so we can get through this and give JJ less of a exposure. I, it is also my top five, pool, so we'll just we'll just tag team it.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> we will tag. I game picked Stanley. the
2: Stanley Parable as my number five <laughs> because I felt like it was a game that really pushed the medium forward.
0: I, one sentence in and he's chipped me <laughs> actually i meant to do it sooner than that i agree with you mark um the stanley parable is a a brilliant satirical um what's the word i'm looking for help me out deconstruction yes deconstruction of video games and narrative in video games which is what we talk about we talk about narrative in video exactly. games. exactly so, I feel like it was very apropos. Not to mention, I only played 7 games that were released in 2013. So, honestly, it wouldn't be very hard to make my top 5. So, and I
2: only played 6 and Nino couldn't get into it, wasn't going to be on my top 5.
1: <laughs> Nino couldn't get into it. <laughs> All right. That was insightful and informative.
0: You're welcome. And my number 5 is Pokémon. <laughs> yeah. Pokémon. What? <laughs> Oh wait, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, eight games, because Pokemon I did play in 2013.
1: Pokemon X and Y was my number five. Uh, you know what, great entry into the series. I think it's even better for people who haven't played any other games, because it definitely dumbs it down, it makes it a lot easier. It just does a lot of things right, and Pokemon has consistently brought you that, you know, with each game that comes out, each new generation comes out, it, it has that thing of, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and this one does not disappoint. I loved I love the game. It was good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we all liked it, right? I enjoyed it, yep. Yeah. So, that's my number five. Pokemon X and Y. Uh,
0: Brian, what's your number four? My number four is Batman Arkham Origins. I actually just recently beat this game uh, over the last week. So, it's, I'm glad we got gave us a little time. Because Hidden Gym. I mean, people didn't like this game. Or, I mean, I won't say that. Uh, it got lukewarm uh, reviews. I think
1: big fans of the other two yeah. weren't really big on it.
0: This uh, was made by a different studio, right? No, it was still made by Rocksteady, I thought. A different uh, studio in Rocksteady. But, I uh, I'm not even going to look it up, yeah, to be honest. I thought it was. But anyway, it, it felt just like every... I didn't see a difference in the, in the games. Like, maybe they got knocked for being too similar, but the story was excellent. Yeah. It had excellent characters. Uh, they, that, they always do a good job. This series always does a good job of bringing those comic book characters into their own art direction. I loved it. Um, it had Bane. It had your Joker. It had, uh, and I just want to point out that the they didn't have Mark Hamill uh, to do the Joker in this one, but uh, Troy Baker stepped in, and I couldn't tell. Wow! Which, yeah, which which That's was amazing, and, and, and to to keep. I mean, you could tell little differences, but man, he did a great Joker. Did you so. see the uh,
2: the news that they're making a WB cartoon series based on the Arkham the series? Arkham series, yeah, I yeah. did. That's but, uh, crazy. It was a
0: fan it's a, the whole series is a fantastic series if you are not only a fan of video games, but also a fan of the Batman comics.
2: Alright. Mark number four. My number four is The Legend of Zelda, a Link Between Worlds. Oh. And you just heard why.
1: Yep, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. We don't need to talk too much yep. about it. Yep. Uh, all right. So Mark's number four, Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. My number four is final fantasy 14 a realm reborn
0: okay i played nine games because this is also one that. oh
1: i played seven
0: games yep oh my gosh good game it was
1: and you know for being an mmo uh i i thought the single player experience within it was excellent if it was just the mmo and it just felt like every other mmo i probably wouldn't have picked it but i liked this story so much and i liked going through you know the from start to finish um the experience was just great for me and i you know again maybe it's another one of those just fanboying me
0: talking no, but I, I loved it i i loved it the only the, the what did it in for me wasn't it wasn't even its own fault it it was too this is going to sound weird the reason that i didn't that i i fell out of favor with final fantasy XIV, cuz i loved it at first it was too similar to wow so it's not even its own fault i just i got burnt out on wow and it felt like another wow clone and i was like i mean the single player experience was definitely a plus but i was like i couldn't do it i couldn't run around and do collection quests and Kill, you know, I just, and so it wasn't really its own fault. I just, I'm MMO burnt out.
1: I completely understand. Yep.
0: Uh, Solid choice, sir. All right. With
1: that, we'll go into our number three. Brian and I, Legend of Zelda, Link Between Worlds. You
0: guys know why we loved it.
1: Yep, absolutely. Mark, what's your number three? (laughs) My number three is
2: Grand Theft Auto V. Ooh, one I have not played. JJ is going to say something derisive about it.
1: No, not at all. I I thought about putting it on my list, to be honest. It's in like the order. It's a great game. I enjoyed
2: the game immensely. Yeah. Great characters, great plot,
1: so much fun. Yep. The only reason I didn't put it on is because it's just like, I mean, aside from the story and the characters, mm-hmm. which is what made it great, the gameplay and, you know, everything else. I mean, yeah. you've played one Grand Theft Auto, you've played them all. That's true. To be honest. So, and that's that's the main reason i put it on my list. But mm-hmm. as far as from a story standpoint and the characters themselves and, you know, what happens, really, really solid. Actually, I think the narrative structure really excites me for the future of games
2: because it was almost like the next gen version of sweet code 3's Trinity site system
1: very cool yeah but I wasn't a fan of the way they did it really to be honest no um I didn't think it needed to be in there I thought it, I thought it felt tacked on hmm. I they could have easily just done it from one person's viewpoint and it would have been fine in my opinion um I think it's cool I thought it was neat but beyond neat I right. wasn't a huge fan and I never played it yet so I haven't played it yet so so, yeah, yeah it's nothing table. nothing to write home about, but it's, it's, it's a cool little feature. Cool. But this, the, all the stories that come together, and it's, it's a beautifully written game. Um, what was that,
0: three? Yes, sir. Number two, Brian. My number two is a little gem I like to call Bioshock Infinite. Any game that can make me sit in my chair for ten minutes deep in thought when the credits are rolling is a good game. Uh, I immediately, when I got done with that game, went to as many spoiler casts as I could to get everybody else's opinions on it and just hear their discussions and see who was like-minded with me. There was a lot a lot of room for interpretation with that ending, which I love. I love when a lot of people don't like it, but I love when endings give you the ability to say, no, it went this way, or no, it went this way, or no, it went this way, not just this is how it went. And that was that was Bioshock Infinite for me. Um, That game was a masterpiece as far as writing.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it eventually. That's, I mean, that wasn't on my list, obviously, because I haven't played it yet, so. Uh, Mark, what's your number two? My number two is The Last of Us, which is your, both of
2: yours, no spoilers. <laughs> so I shouldn't have said that. Really? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang it, Mark! <laughs>
2: uh-huh. uh-huh. This. Yeah? Mm-hmm. This was an exceptional This is game. how
1: much Mark struggles for things to say. If he's not reading something, he's like, oh, I have that to come with you I guys because your man. number one. I mean, I, I, know, need, to re- I need to read it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Tell because us why Last of Us is your number two. It was very logarithmic.
2: Oh,
0: logarithmic. <laughs> it I'm just kidding. Sequ- I'm making se- fun of myself now. Mark is a sequence of numbers. It
2: was an excellent game. It was a really cool spin on the whole zombie apocalypse scenario. It's just not the same zombie apocalypse that you're used to seeing. Yep. It's got that, you know, after us uh, vibe to us, vibe to it, which is, you know, the overgrown city, what happens after people are gone, yep. which is nature takes it back. Mm-hmm. And it's got some really interesting philosophical yes. uh, moral implications that I can't talk about. Definitely. But we kind of yep. hinted about last
1: episode definitely
2: oh it was it was frustrating though so i didn't put it on my number one spot
1: <laughs> well i mean we'll just go ahead and mention it uh, obviously like mark just said that's uh that's brian and i's number one uh last of us game of the year for both of us fantastic i think i think you're right as far as uh, it's not a typical like zombie game right you know when you when you look at the previews and stuff that's kind of how it's made out but it's really not It's very, the the creatures and just what you come across in there, it's not, it's not typical at all of what you would think of as a zombie game. There's, everything is very, very unique and it's its own, definitely its own flavor and it's terrifying at points and it makes you think that, I mean, the review that
0: we did. And you I know. didn't I didn't think a game when I played Bioshock Infinite, I penciled it in as game of the year. Actually I penned it in. I didn't think a game would come along and, and, and dethrone it. I didn't. I was like, there's nothing that's gonna beat that. And I think I will say that the last of us barely did beat it, but the fact that it toppled the game like Bioshock Infinite for me was uh quite impressive to me, uh for a game to not simultaneously knock off a game as well written as Bioshock Infinite and be as well written as as uh as the last of us was, I mean, absolutely a complete and utter breakdown of human nature and society and how it did a great job of saying what's, what's living. If you can't have things that are basically saying you got to be selfish in order to enjoy life. But at, you know, at the same time that could be the downfall of humanity. Uh, yes. there's a huge, in like I said, the ending, how it ended just like Bioshock and you're like, Oh, 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 yep. Like yeah. What it
1: really is just a it's a mind screw. Yeah. Like I cannot believe he just did that, but I kinda can believe yeah, he like, did it. You're like I know why he did that, but go. why did he do
0: that? But I know why I would do that, but I don't know if I would do that.
1: Yeah. So uh that's that's our number one. Yeah. I, I just since you were talking we about that, I figured i would throw it in there. Yeah. Um my number two though <laughs> is uh Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch. I know Brian hasn't played it yet. Plan two. Um plan two. Mark couldn't get into it. Nino apparently. couldn't get into it. But you, you have to admit, the visuals. Oh, yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. Yep. Honestly, like, I mean, there are there are cut scenes and there are times when you're playing the game. It's very hard to tell the difference yep. in this. It's just so beautiful. Um, done by studio... Is it pronounced Ghibli? Or Ghibli? I, I, I think it's Ghibli. Okay. Well, you know who we're talking about. Yep. Um, But, I mean, the, you, the art style immediately, right when you start playing, is recognizable. And it is just gorgeous to look at. The story nothing right home about nothing spectacular gameplay a lot like pokemon uh, but you do have a party of people and uh it's like an amped up version of pokemon to be honest with you the monster collecting and everything like that but you having the full party of active people in your group is is very very cool and i very much enjoyed it i haven't beaten it yet and i plan to as soon as brian starts playing it but uh uh yeah that's my number two uh nino kunirath the white witch Again, that's our number one was Last of Us. So, Mark, what's your number one, sir? My number one is Bioshock Infinite. High five. So,
2: I, there are three games that really struck me that I played last year. Two of them actually came out last year. That was Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite. And the third one was actually the previous year it came out, the first season of The Walking yeah. Dead. Yep. Because all three of these games were games that gave you a companion but they weren't like how games had done in the past where you had escort missions that were frustrating. It didn't feel like a really bad escort quest. It was was characters that were so well-written and so well-scripted that you became attached to them, almost like they were real people. And Bioshock Infinite really... I mean, there were parts of that game that were so anti-game, almost, so not gamified. Yes. It just felt like you were really experiencing something unlike a lot of other games. You didn't feel like you were playing a game in certain scenarios. I like, know I know what you're talking like about. Like when you get to the beach for the first time.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Where you just sit there and stare and you're like, wow, you get goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Yeah.
2: It really gives me hope that we're getting to a point where the the lines disappear and we stop seeing a game and we start just seeing experiences. Yep. Yep. Uh, I didn't... There are some issues I had with the gameplay like the fact that you just have infinite ammo, essentially, Mm -hmm. and there's no death. But throwing that all aside, I'm more interested
0: in the plot, and the plot
2: sucked me in so
0: much that... But they had an absolutely mind-blowingly way to to, uh, explain why there was no death in the game. Right, yeah. It it was like, when I figured it out, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! Like, it... it, I mean, it's really ridiculous, but it's completely within the realm of... Star Ocean ridiculous? No, it's, <laughs> it, it's not like... It doesn't make you go, uh It makes you go, wow. Like, there is a point in the story where some people are... Mark will know what I'm talking about. They're wearing... Uh, there's two people in the story that are kind of like constantly showing up, and they're wearing a... Like a sign that has like check marks on their on their person. And they turn around and you see like hundreds. And you're like... And, and you figure out, oh my God. I know why I'm. I know why I'm ending up when I die. Why I'm ending up here, at this point in the story. It's amazing. The game is amazing. That Mark knows what I'm talking about. I know that was just gibberish to you, JJ. But people who played it, sure, yeah, and they figured out what the death is actually uh, doing. Then you, you know,
1: I gotta say, like, okay, so that's. I mean, that's our top five right, right there yep, for the year. Yep. Um, but I gotta say, that's that's kind of a testament to you know where gaming is coming from. We are we all three of us. I would say. I I would venture to guess that our games of choice are probably going to be rpg slash adventures right sure yep that just shows you i know i know a lot of our listeners are rpg fans as well Mm -hmm. Um, i would say for the most part they probably are being rpg fans ourselves that's a testament to how good these games are you know last of us bioshock infinite check them out if you really haven't if you've got a ps3 you're definitely missing out on the last of us if you have not played it yet treat yourself definitely check it out from a story standpoint it's unbelievable it'll it'll give you goosebumps all the way through um Bioshock Infinite I haven't played it but I mean these guys talk about it constantly uh so it's definitely one that I will you know get into for sure mm-hmm. just because of you know the great things I've heard about yep. it so definitely check them out so last of us Bioshock Infinite both games for sure even if you're yep. an RPG fan they're gonna yep. they're gonna they're gonna ring that bell for you definitely. oh yeah all right then Why don't we, uh, we got, we got an email this week from our buddy Isaac. 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 Hey. Hey. What
2: was that? We both had the same thought.
1: Isaac. Yeah. But I don't even, okay. All right.
0: Mr. Isaacson. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, man. He says, Mark's attitude towards uh, Suikoden is reflective of my own attitude towards Xenoblade Chronicles. In a previous episode, when one of you, I forget, complained about the voice acting, that would be me. (laughs) Uh, I I, egged you on, so it might have been me. I'm the one that complained about it. I know, but I bring it up and remind you. Well, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I almost had an aneurysm when you all talked about how it was too British. (laughs) I want to make something clear, because I'll finish this email, but I want to make something clear. It's not because it was too British, because British people doesn't mean soccer fan. (laughs) That's not what it means at all. I think the British accent is spectacular and I I would love to just talk like that and not, you know, sound like a complete idiot when I'm trying to do it. The accents in this game, though, sound like they are at a sports bar cheering on a soccer team.
0: It's it's Cockney.
1: And that's why I was like, oh my gosh, just shut up. Like, it was way too, if it was one character, fine, no problem. But the fact that every single character sounded the exact same to me, I was just like, oh my god. And it really didn't bother me to the point where I hated the game. I don't want it to sound like that because apparently there's a few people who like are like, JJ, you're an idiot for The whole internet is saying that. But I, I, I really like, I did not hate the game in any way, shape, or form. It's not why I haven't finished it. The reason I have not finished it is because there's so much to do. And the fact that there's so many side quests in there, its overwhelming. if I've got a side quest log that says this, 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 and this needs to be done, even if I can skip it, it's still sitting there and it's still looking at me going, you haven't finished me yet, I'm still sitting here, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that first and then I'll move on with the story. And every single side quest was fetch quest, kill task, save somebody, you know, just MMO, normal MMOs, cookie cutter yeah. stuff, which is fine, but... When you're doing that repeatedly for so long, it's just like, all right, I'll come back to this later, and I just didn't yet. Right, but I promise we will. I have decided we are going to do. Uh, well, I'll finish his email and then I'll I'll talk about that. But he says, I feel as a listener that I must lay the proverbial lay down the proverbial gauntlet and challenge you all to review Xenoblade, even if you all do not own it. Also, during said review, I want you all to talk about the end with spoilers because you can't talk about Xenoblade without spoiling it. I hope y'all consider this uh, because I am a seasoned gamer, gamer, and I feel that Xenoblade is the best game I've ever played, uh, even over games such as Final Fantasy VII and over and others. I really hope you consider it. Um, he also suggests we do a top five best and worst Final Fantasy list, which we'll do that eventually, but uh, that'll be part of something else that we have planned for the the distant future. Well, I have planned. You guys probably have no idea what I'm talking. No about. No idea. But one <laughs> one. so he says he likes to listen to our show while he's like. Laboring away at dishes or something. It's good like, way to do it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, let me just. Uh, can I just. Can I. Can I uh, address Isaac? Sure. Um, Isaac, my brother and you are like basically in of the same mind frame. My brother got done with Xenoblade Chronicles and immediately let me know that it was the, his favorite RPG of all time. I watched a few cutscenes of it and it was for a Wii game amazing. Uh, it had some of the best looking cutscenes I've seen on a Wii. And uh, he recommended it so much to me that on Black Friday this year, GameStop was having the Metroid trilogy in that game marked down to $35. So I, I got myself a copy of Xenoblade Chronicles for $35. And if you know how much that's going for right now, I stole it, basically. Yep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited to get into that. I'm, I'm wanting to play through Xeno Saga and Xeno, uh, Gears before I play it. I know that doesn't matter, but uh, I kind of want to get myself worked into a frenzy before I get to Xenoblade. Ge- I'm ready. I'm ready to play it. I am. It's. I mean, I. I loved what I played so far.
1: But uh, what I was going to say is, we're definitely going to do it. Oh yeah. I'm going to leave it up to you. When we do it, I don't think Mark's going to probably. I mean, unless he wants to buy a Wii, and oh, and I, I have a Wii. You're going to buy the game? It's no. like a hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, I I'm gonna it'll pro- pretty much be me and you yeah I think uh so I'm gonna it's leave coming. it up to you when you want to do it.
0: My brother's been be- begging me. I might actually skip Xenosaga and just go right to Xenoblade and then come back to Xenosaga because Kyle has been like you got to play Xenoblade. You got to play Xenoblade. And I I want to. It'll so. be within
1: the next few months. Yep, absolutely. So yep. we'll just just look for that. I promise we're gonna get to it. Believe me, I want to play it too. It just it was a little overwhelming because I you know I was just. Normally, a game like that, I really have to like think about it and be like, all right, I'm going to jump into this, and I'm going to go head first and just do it. That was just like, this game was cool, I'll play it. And I didn't realize like how heavy it was going to be. It's a heavy game just to you gotta think be in the about mindset. casually. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, which you know is the case of a lot of JRPGs, to be honest absolutely. with you. Absolutely. Uh, bi-weekly question. What brings you to a new console? Exclusives, price, power, something else? we got a few responses on Facebook here. Uh, Zach says... Hardware and specs, uh, exclusives, loyalty, potential of the console. I, I agree for the most part. Uh, Potential is kind of. Potential is a too much of a subjective. Yeah, because I mean, every system's got great Uh, potential. Exactly, you know.
0: I mean, at one point, people thought the OUYA had potential. Yeah, I would also, I would also, so. I would also say loyalty is extremely low on mine. Uh, I don't really give a crap. I'm, a, I don't put my emotions into. I own a PlayStation, so I'm better than you. Like, I don't.
1: I don't know though. Like loyalty is big on my list, which sure. is why I keep buying Nintendo consoles. You know, I've been with Nintendo for so long. I just they have a new one, and I'm like, you know what? I've consistently been happy with them, even at their lowest points. There have been things that have kept me there. So I feel bad if I don't. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I think especially in the case of Nintendo, loyalty's a big yeah. issue. Hardware and specs, obviously, you want you want what looks good and yeah. what feels good. So Isaac says exclusives that look good, such as X on the Wii U or Oh Zima that played. right there. Last story, Pandora's Tower on the Wii. I haven't played Pandora's Tower. I wonder if that's uh
0: Isaac, shoot us another email. Is it good? Tell us. Yeah. Let us know. Cause I'm wondering. And X does X is what's going to be uh, selling a Wii U for me when that comes out. I will be buying a Wii U. It looks pretty. I don't even care if that's the only good. game I ever get on the Wii U. That's that is one I am for sure getting. Max, are you kidding me? Love it. <laughs> love it. I love Max. Mark, what
1: brings you to a new console? Hate to say it, but there is a bit of
2: misplaced loyalty involved. I don't really have a good reason for why I'm kind of loyal to Microsoft. Maybe it's because, I mean, I, I guess the Xbox was the first console I bought with one of my own paychecks. So it was the first one that really felt like it was mine. Nothing wrong with so, it. Nothing wrong. I feel more at home with Microsoft. I'm not judging. I can, I can also see, like, why wouldn't I buy the PlayStation 4? Hey. such a better value than yeah. Xbox.
1: But I, I think it's it's a personal choice. There's rumors it's, of a cheaper Xbox One coming out. Oh, really? Minus yeah. the Kinect, maybe? Uh, <laughs> Minus a disk drive. Oh, <laughs> we'll see about that. Just yeah. get rid of the How Kinect. How the hard God. drive be? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't
0: want the connect. I don't want it.
1: But they do. Yeah, minus the disk drive. So it kind of seems like they might backpedal. If this is true. I, this is not confirmed as far as I know. Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: But it wouldn't surprise me. would not surprise me in the least.
2: Yeah. Well, they're going there eventually. Well, so there's always someday. the
0: 360. <laughs> um, so, I have one. So,
1: But I, I, I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm not judging you, Mark. I'm just judging you silently. That is judging. Oh, okay. I'm not <laughs> outwardly judging you. Okay, there you go. I think I think
1: for me, like I mean, this is gonna sound dumb, but I go with you know what's gonna have the best. I, I like single player games, so I go with what's gonna have the best single player experience. For me, that's that's been PlayStation so far. Mm-hmm. They they tend to have all the great RPGs, um, and a lot of the ones that are on PlayStation are all you know are that are on Xbox are also coming out for PlayStation. So it's not really. You know, I if I had gone Xbox 360 last gen at first, you know, I've got them both now. But if I had gone that way at first, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I'm missing so freaking many RPGs. Yeah. All I have is Halo and Forza. Sweet. Um, and Lost Odyssey. And, and Lost well, Odyssey. I, there's a few. And Lost Odyssey is fantastic. But for the most part, you want RPGs and adventures, you go PS3. Yeah. Hands down. That's, that's kind of what I look for, though. It's just, right. just what's going to cater to me games-wise uh but and i've just had you know a good relationship with sony over the past few years yeah. so
2: and for me i mean i'm going to own all three at that, some yeah, point yeah and that's how so i feel exactly. like, which one am i getting first but, exactly but
0: what i what my I, i'm going to sound really shallow but uh the girl's got to look good and run well i want the most power i'm a pc gamer at heart and so High 5 i want and i i told this to the guys i play i try to play the game on the system that will run it best or at least run it to its 100% capacity. So if you give me a game, and you say you have these four options to play this game on, I will say which game runs it at its best or at at maximum capacity. And that's PlayStation 4 right now is the most powerful machine. So I gravitate towards that because cross-platform... Take out out my love for Halo, because that's a big part of why I want an Xbox One. But when two systems come out, and they say, here's two cross-platform games, I'm going to say... Oh, which one's going to run it better? Definitely. And so that's Makes where sense. I that's where I lean. I mean, yep. it, typically I have, typically I'm always buying those games on Steam cuz my computer outruns everything. Yep. But if it's like a game like Hey, Final Fantasy or Metal Gear Solid that doesn't come out on the computer, I'm going to say which system does it run better on and I'll get that system. For sure. All right, next
1: episode we're going to be asking: uh, When playing through games, do you try to devote all your attention to just one at a time, or do you play multiple games and just switch around, or do you have like an upstairs game, a downstairs game, yeah! and a, a living room? Do you game have like segments does? of games?
0: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta have a, you got the ADD mind going, man. Like, I going to play this, I want to play this, I want to play this. this. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What's funny is I don't ever mix up the plot, which is weird. You'd think like if I'm playing three games at once, I'd be like, oh, man, the plots would call. Cause they don't. I just know where I'm going. <laughs>
1: well. Sh- <laughs> Yo, that's a good that's a good answer, Mark. Absolutely. I, I watch like yeah, rebut that. I watch like 10
2: Rebutt TV Mcintyre. shows. I, I watch 10 TV shows. I don't think one character's in another show than Right. Or, so, that's true. So, yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. So there. We have minds Yeah, to but kind TV of shows
2: work. you're not
1: you're not focused on battle mechanics and uh That's fair enough. like where places are on a map and that kind of stuff.
0: If I'm watching Game of Thrones, I am. That's I try to mi- I try to mix it up too. Like I don't well,
1: pro- next episode we'll get into. Yeah, it. we will. We'll really
0: <laughs> make fun of me next episode. So,
1: well yeah, cuz yeah. Because I won't be here. Uh,
0: <laughs> Can't defend.
1: Nope. I guess that's it for this wow. time. Uh, email us, frozenorthpodcasts at com. Shoot us top five suggestions. Tell JJ
0: how much you love me. Bi-weekly question suggestions. Just want to talk about games. Tell Please. JJ to tell Mark how much you love me. I mean, all those are options. I know.
1: I know sometimes I'll take a take a day or two to respond, but I promise I will respond when I get the chance um <clears throat> sorry for the delay isaac
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah definitely uh join the discussion on uh, facebook facebook.com slash the frozen north twitter at fn podcast mark has been keeping up on there Woo! check out our blog at frozen north com, and subscribe to us rate us on itunes tell us what you like tell yeah. us what you don't like just give us feedback it's all we want feedback 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 talk to us about games feed me
0: oh and
2: make sure to email us about how mad you are that brian doesn't like fantasy settings absolutely i don't
0: i I don't not like them but honestly eh, fantasy settings Mm -hmm. that's kind of how i feel fantasy settings which eh. are the best settings anywhere so that's that's next
1: episode we're gonna be talking about our top five sandbox games so
0: should be a good one and (laughs) brian's gonna be gone for it I'll send it in to my top five so you can read it post. I
1: encourage you all to look for a special treat in the next episode as well. The two uh, guys that I'm looking at right now have no um, idea what I'm talking about. What does that mean? But it's in my head, and I know what I'm talking about. I'm are, so are you giving, so excited. Us, are you giving us money next week? Nope. I'm so Yes, yeah, so I'm giving you money next week. Brian won't be here, though. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I'm so not he excited. He doesn't get me. <laughs> I will, I'm, I'm I will okay skip with that. work.
1: No, I won't. Be, I won't skip work. It. It. It's going to be a that this is north signing off my name is jj my name is mark my name is brian
0: keep
1: on gaming
2: This song was made available via the Creative Commons Attribution License. The song, Somewhere in the Stars, was written and produced by SoundCloud user underscore TWC.